Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hope. My name is Tammy Lynn Connors. This is my YouTube channel and my podcast, Helping Other People Evolve. My mission and vision here with Hope is to help others know that they don't struggle alone. We have all kinds of stories out there of struggles, but so many stories that have gotten to a strength through these stories. Um, Carlicia here is going to share her story with us. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I just want you to know I love your smile. Your smile is just... (laughs) Absolutely beautiful. I imagine you light up every room when you walk in, for sure. sure. So a little backstory of how I know Carlicia, because really this is our first time in many years seeing each other again. Um, I work with her father at the casino. Um, Chris and I have been friends for, geez, coming up on 11 years now. And he shared a little bit of the struggle that Carlicia has went through in the last, um, coming up on two years. And I He said, I bet she would share her story with you. And I said, oh, that'd be awesome because I know somebody out there is feeling like they're at home all by themselves struggling. And at such a young age, the struggle that you've been through and and just to see you being able to get through and navigate through your life. So I guess maybe let's just kind of start out, though. I I know that your parents, um, were they divorced? Yes. Okay. Yep. So I don't know how old you were when they got divorced. Were you, how old were you? Yeah, I was 12 years old. Okay. 12. Okay. So, and you're how old now? I am 24. 24. Geez. 12 years <laughs> goes by quick, doesn't it? Yes, it does. That. Yeah. <laughs> so now when your parents got divorced, I know your dad lives here in the Toledo area. Did your yes. mom live here in the Toledo area still then after they got divorced? Um, no. So most of our family lives in Toledo, um, but we ended up moving to Kentucky okay. right after. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so you, did you move to Kentucky with your mom then full time? Okay. And you still though visited with your dad and things like that. Yes. I often actually, I flip-flopped a lot between living with my mom and living with my dad because I couldn't decide. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I I can remember actually, now that we're talking, I can remember Mm -hmm. some conversations me having with your dad about you and some of the struggles that you were going through as a teenager, Yes, you know, and I'm sure that that had a lot to do with, you know, all of that going on too. So you, uh, do you mind sharing a little bit of those struggles with us? I I, I totally forgot about that until just now. I remember your dad talking to me a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I took the divorce pretty hard. Um, my family and I are very close, especially my parents and I. Um, and at that time, I started going through a lot of like depression and anxiety. Um, I, I actually attempted suicide a couple of times during that period. Um, and I just remember feeling hopeless. And I know usually with divorce, um, parents try very hard to, you know, tell their kid that, hey, it's not your fault. You know, and my parents did that. But as a kid, you know, you're kind of like, well, did I do something? You know, is there anything I could have done? And that kind of stuck with me for a long time. Mm, Yeah. Now, were you the only child? I was. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm sure that that laid heavy on you too, like you said, and especially, so as a girl, I can relate to this a lot because at that age, 12, 13, we're going Mm. through our bodies, going through changes, hormonal, emotional, and all of that. And then, like you said, even though your parents are like, listen, Carlicia, it had nothing to do with you. But in our heart, we're like, I know, like that, could I have changed something? Could I have done something different? You know, could I have kept them together? So did you start like going to some counseling or something then in your teenage years? Yes, I did. Um, It helped a lot. It kind of, I never really wanted to express how I was feeling to my parents because, you know, they were going through so much. And as a kid, I saw, 
the struggle. You know, I always had what I needed and then some, and I didn't want to burden my parents with that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so therapy really did help as far as giving me the outlet. Um, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I talk about that with people a lot because, you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of people think, and especially, I guess, much older people think this too more, um, therapy is like, that means that you're crazy. You know, you, you're definitely mentally ill and Mm -hmm. all of this where, Honestly, like you just said, what you said is perfect. It's more to release those things to someone that you can talk to. And a lot of times I say this, like someone will call me and we'll have a conversation. And they'll go, they'll tell me all of this stuff. And I might say four words and they're re- we're ready to hang up. They're like, thank you so much. You yes. helped me so much. And I'm like, okay, really? You just shared. You shared how you were feeling and you get that off of your chest. Yes. And be able to do that with somebody else, um, you know, is is very, very important. And I, I am a big promoter of counseling, whatever you got to do, you know, to try to get that to somebody that you can talk to that you can trust and know it's not going to go anywhere. And right. it's not going to hurt somebody's feelings, right? Like you said, you didn't want to burden your parents anymore. So, so um, when did, did you continue counseling or did you like stop after a little yes. bit of time? Yes. Um, so I'm currently still am right. And one of my last therapists, she said in this, I love this quote. She said that, you know, when we're sick, we go to the doctor, mm-hmm. right? It's not just a one-time thing. We go as often as we need. And that is what therapy is like, you know, it's, you go however many times you need to go. Yeah. Um, and I think that's very important because there is that stigma. Like you were saying, Oh, I go to therapy. I'm a crazy person. No, you need help and that's okay. Um, So yeah, I still go and it helps a lot. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And the thing is, I was just talking to a friend today about this, you know, like we get through a struggle, right? We go to our therapy or whatever we do, we get through that. That doesn't mean that life's going to be rainbows and unicorns Mm -hmm. after that. Other things are going to happen that we're going to need that again or continuing. You know, I have friends and I have male friends, which I think is so important for men to know that they, they go to therapy, they go to therapy once a week and they've been going for years and they're like, I swear by it. And I'm like, well, yeah, because you can talk to somebody that you can, right. you can tell your whole life to, and they're not going to judge you because I feel like that's a big thing too, that people are like, oh, we're getting judged, you know? And um, so let's see, let's get to maybe 15, 16. You're living, yeah. you're living with your mom mostly by that time. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I think at that point, you know, I was still, feeling the divorce really hard. Um, and Tiffany at this point is in my life fully and she's amazing. She's always been, you know, a great addition, a great mom. Um, and my siblings come into the picture and I've always wanted siblings like this. I feel like they have been a blessing and an answer to my prayers for the longest time. Mm -hmm. Um, but at this point I was still in that mode of, did I do this? Like, did I cause my parents to get divorced? What do I do? Life kind of felt like it was falling apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and my parents, bless their hearts, <laughs> tried everything, anything that I needed, you know, therapy, medication, whatever it was, they tried their best. But I realized then that it was something that I would fully have to recognize and want to seek help for, you know? Um, And like you said, once you go to therapy, all of a sudden things aren't going to be fixed. There's still a lot of things that you have to do. And being a teenager, I didn't realize that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so you graduated from high school in Kentucky then? Yes. Okay. And so, um, 
I guess, I guess let's go to the, the biggest struggle that you've been through. I mean, that's what we're really here for. I do want to say this real quick, just as she mentioned, Tiffany, that is her dad's wife, Tiffany, and they have, they have how many kids together? Three. Three. Yeah. yeah. Three kids together. Yeah. So yeah. Amazing. Two boys, the two boys and a girl. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. So I know your dad's always like, I mean, your, your dad, his kids are the most important in his world. You know, Absolutely. I, he just, he lights up like you do when he, when he smiles about his kids, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's good. So, so I guess we're going to go to, what would that be? 2021? Yes. Would that be when your mom's accident? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, um, it was in June. It was a month after I was supposed to graduate the first time, and then I didn't. Um, and I got a call from my godmother that my mom had been in an accident. And I feel like as humans, we have that feeling of mm-hmm. no one has to say anything, but we just know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked her, I said, you know, is she okay? And she says, I don't know. And instantly, Tammy, like I, I knew, mm-hmm. um, and I just felt sick to my stomach. I didn't know what to do. Um, I called my dad, I called my friends, um, and all of it honestly is still a blur for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we went to the hospital and they were like, you know, is this your mom? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, well, she doesn't look like what she normally looks like. Um, she was in a motorcycle accident. Okay. Um, and I was like, well, what do you, you know, what do you mean? She doesn't look like what she normally looks like. And they took me back there and it was a lot. It was a lot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. did you go back there by yourself? No, thankfully, um, pretty much all of my family came, my dad, Tiff, the kids, my grandparents, okay. everyone was there. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what is terrible. Now, yeah, did that happen that happened in Kentucky then? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, I guess, you know, that's I can kind of relate to the death of a parent because I lost my dad when I was 13. Um he actually drowned in our bathtub. He was an alcoholic and addict and my mom found him and I found him. So, that part of it I can relate to, but I can't at all relate to the fact of, I mean, really you lived with your mom, right? Mm -hmm. She was, here you are now trying to figure out how are you going to navigate life and stay in school in Kentucky with, with having to go through this, right? And here you are navigating through life, (laughs) you know, and, 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 and um, smiling, you know what I mean? Like as much as you can now, I, you know, I always say on my podcast to people because, you know, everybody's different in their beliefs. And my belief is that God, uh, 100%, he saved me from my addictions and everything like that. But I always tell people, whatever it is you believe, you believe. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that your dad is a big believer in God. And um, you look like you are too, because your face is lighting up every time I say God, (laughs) you like smile big. So, so do you, do you think that your faith, you know, helped you to get through all of this? Oh, absolutely. I, I don't even like to think about where I would be without my faith. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a hundred percent that God has carried me and my family through all of this. Um, Yeah. I can't fathom how I would have gone through it without God. 
Right. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, that's the way that I feel too about anything I go through. You know, I'm so blessed to be able to be like, yes, I, and people are like, well, he doesn't answer you. Yeah, he does. Yes, <laughs> like yes. I can have conversations and I get answers. They're not, not be always the answers yes. I want, but I'm going <laughs> to get the answers, you know? Yes. And I think that's, that's truly important, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I think like, okay, so somebody might look and be like, well, look at Carlicia. Is she really... I, and I'm not saying this, but right. is she really grieving? Do you know what I mean? Like everybody mm-hmm. looks at grief and I kind of want to talk about this a lot because I've been, it's been coming up a lot in subjects and conversations. Like, how are you supposed to grieve? You know what I mean? And I, I like to tell people, nobody ever tells you how to grieve. You know, I look at you and, and I know I can only imagine from what I've lost in my life, I, I lost a son to SIDS it in, um, when he was six months old. And I also lost my bonus son in a car accident in 2012, right before we started at the casino. And I always say, you know, we still, we still have to go on through life. And, but that hole is always there. Like that little piece of our heart is always there. So, you know, for you, you know, how do you, I mean, you say you're in a counseling still, so that's probably helping you a lot. How have you dealt with, because you said you dealt with some depression when you were a teenager. Does that ever sink in again, that depression? Do you have to have that conversation with yourself where you have to be like, (laughs) Carlicia, stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All the time, all the time, (laughs) especially now. Um, Because like you said, that, that hole is there and with your parents, no one can ever replace that or, or feel that, you know? Um, and both of my parents are a huge part of who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, and there are many days still, even with therapy. And sometimes, you know, I'll hit the ground praying, you know, asking God to show me what I need to do, um, what he wants me to do. And sometimes even that takes a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, I'll go to the grocery store and I'll see something, you know, that my mom used to buy and, I'll panic for a little bit. I'll cry. Sometimes I can make it through. Sometimes I can't. Um, but I think right now, the lesson that I'm learning a lot is gentleness with myself. Mm. Um, mm. And the fact that there is no right or wrong way to grieve. Yeah. Um, so you kind of, you've got to take it one day at a time, honestly. <laughs> Absolutely. And I love what you said about giving yourself kindness mm-hmm. and giving your, allowing yourself grace. I talk about that a lot too. You've got to give yourself grace because what you're going, I mean, you know, I always, um, with, I mean, you're not even at two years yet since you lost your mom, you know, and that's still so fresh, but honestly I have, so my son, it'll be 30 years. It was in December. And, you know, some years I are okay and some days are okay. And other days I'm like, what well, you just said, I'm a hot mess and I can't even function. Yes. I mean, I am going to like, I'm turning on whatever I can to listen to, to make me happier because so it's hard. And I, I, I always want people to know, you know, I say to people, if you don't know about that grief, mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for you because Nobody ever wants to know that grief, you know, because it's, it's, it, it can be traumatizing. And fortunately with faith, you're able to at least get going with life. You know, people that don't have faith, 
you know, they, it's a suffering completely continuously, and they just don't know how to navigate at all. So I think, you know, when, when I talk about things that happen in our lives and things like that, so that process of you going to counseling at such a young age, Mm -hmm. set you up to know what you needed to do through this trauma, you know? So, yeah. Now, what are you going to school for? Yeah, I am in my undergrad um, for forensic psychology. Wow. Forensic psychology. <laughs> yes, ma'am. It's going to be tough. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, yeah. is that what you started in school to do, too? Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's been your dream all along, huh? Yes. My <laughs> long-term goal is to do therapy. Okay. Okay. Yes. So therapy and forensic psychology, mm-hmm. what would... What kind of therapy would that be? Yeah. So specifically with forensic, um, they get more into like psychology and law, um, working with, you know, juveniles and things like that. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. That's good for you. That's awesome. That's always been, that's my, my passion in my heart is juveniles. Mm -hmm. And also I'm not sure why it is, but men's mental health. I just really, really focused on that because I know, and, um, you know, I, I, I don't like to call out cultures or anything like that, but in your culture, um, men don't talk about their problems. They're not supposed to. I know a lot of men will say the same thing. White men too will be like, yeah, neither are we. It's different. It's so different just from the interviews I've done and stuff. So it's cool that your passion is for teenagers because you went through the struggles, you know, and if you can help someone, you know, and that's, that's why I do what I do here, you know, just to hear the stories and, and know that, that, yeah, you've, you've been through a horrible tragedy, you know, and then to be able to navigate and now you have family that lives close to you down there too. Um, I do. My aunt, she lives about an hour away. Okay. And that's your mom's sister? That's my dad's sister, actually. Oh, your dad's sister. Yes. Okay. Now, does your mom have any siblings? She does. They, so pretty much all of our family lives in Toledo. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Are you close with her, her, your family there too then? I am now. It, yeah. It's, it's getting more. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you know, and, but it's good that you have your dad's sister down there with you yes. too. So. Yes. So that's awesome. Um, I guess, you know, I appreciate you getting on here. Like I said, we didn't, we, we didn't talk before this. Your dad had told me what had happened. Like right when I got back to work at the casino, he told me and my heart just crushed for you and, and for him too, because, you know, I know, um, I know your dad's heart. I know who he is. And, you know, just because your parents got divorced doesn't mean that, that, that love wasn't there. Do you know what I mean? I know that, you know, and um, I'm sure that his heart was crushed for, for him, but for you, you know, cause he knows. And, and he, um, I'm just going to tell you, he talks about you all the time. He worries about you all the time. Yeah. The other day he was, um, <laughs> He had his he had his do not disturb on on his phone somehow and he didn't know how and he was trying to get a hold of you and he's like this do not disturb I don't know what to do and I'm like Chris calm down let's yes. fix your phone <laughs> he's like but if she needs me I said it's okay we'll fix your phone so yes. you know I know that you you have so much support out there and love and um I just want you to know this Carlicia if you ever need to reach out and just talk to someone I'm here you know now we have each other's phone numbers and yes. I'm. I'm always, I'm always a good listener if that's what you need or something like that. Okay. Just so you know, and I, I will always throw up extra prayers for you. you. I do appreciate you so much getting on here with us. Is there any like words that you want to like tell anybody? Yeah. Um, honestly, 
for those especially with faith and those especially without um everything happens for a reason like you said and god is always there in every situation no matter how traumatic no matter how dark the hole that you're in is um and i really just want people to understand that you know you're never alone um even in the most world crumbling situations mm-hmm. you are not alone and god is always there mm-hmm. wow that's beautiful thank you so much i really really appreciate you jumping on here now real quick before we hang up yeah. when is when do you graduate i graduate this semester oh this May. semester how exciting yes <laughs> awesome now do you have any like future jobs lined up or anything like that yet or not yet I think I'm going to go ahead and go straight to grad school oh okay good yes. good for you that's awesome awesome I can't wait I will I always tell my guests you know I'll have you on here again you know like in six months to a year see where you're at and see how things are going and I'm super excited for you and what a blessing you are just so you know you're truly a blessing Thank you so much. Thank you, Carlicia. Well, thank you everybody for jumping on Hope. Remember, your struggles are going to happen. I know that, but you can get to a strength no matter what. When you hear Carlicia's story and what she said about God, um, whatever your faith is, whatever you believe in, you know, you have to trust that and have faith that you can get through it. We're living proof that we can get through anything. And I promise you, just stay strong. Keep your faith and you will be able to get through anything. You guys all have an amazing day. Thank you so much for getting on Hope.